Gone are the days of knights and chivalry, and yet that hasn't changed God's vision of you as a man of valor. Today, pornography is a simple mouse click away, and sexual addiction is at an epidemic level. Dr. Mark Laser is an internationally known author and speaker, the leading Christian authority on sexual addiction, and the host of Faithful and True's online radio production, The Men of Valor Program. Here now is Dr. Mark Laser. Welcome to The Men of Valor Program. Uh, we are continuing our series that I've really enjoyed doing, Randy, on the uh, Beatitudes. And uh, as I think the average Christian listener knows, uh, the, those are in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5. And today we come to, well, I'm going to let you say it. Well, I'm excited to say it. This is a great series, and uh, we have reached the point for Beatitude number 5, which is, Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. As uh, the listeners uh, that have been following along, and by the way, I've been uh, gratified that a number of men uh, last week who came to our uh, men's workshop uh, said that they'd been listening to this series and really appreciated it. And in fact, I think there was actually a man who came last week because uh, he had heard us on this series. So that's always really gratifying. And I'm just reflecting on this today when I was doing a little of my own personal study on this. And uh, Pre-production, we call that. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm a seminary graduate, and I call it my own personal study. <laughs> well, you uh, would know much better than I would. Well, it, it does have pre-production uh, <laughs> qualities, uh, qualities to it. To it. Uh, there's so often the time, I, I'm just maybe asking the listeners to think about this for themselves. How long have you been you know, aware of Scripture, studying Scripture, hearing Scripture? And uh, you know, there's so many uh, Scriptures, and there's so many you know, more readily known ones like the Beatitudes are. You know, I've known about those since I was a kid in Sunday school uh, because, you know, they're used quite a bit. But uh, I think it's really been lately uh, when I've come to it at my age or my stage in life that uh, they've really taken on uh, a new meaning to me. A new and deeper meaning, right. Yeah, right. and uh, I think that uh, the listeners will be impressed uh, particularly about this one in terms of... Uh, uh, the deeper meaning that it's taken on for me at this particular point in my life and career. So, uh, and as uh, we begin, I think we should, uh, you know, just review a little bit uh, what we've talked about before. And uh, the main point of review that we've started with every show is around the word blessed. And uh, we have uh, uncovered the fact through the help of my favorite biblical commentator, Dr. William Barclay, that Blessed in Arabic and Greek translations, which is, you know, Arabic being the language Jesus originally said these. In Greek, it was translated and written by, by uh, Matthew. Um, that blessed means joyous. Just Blessed means happy. Uh, blessed means the joy that we experience in our relationship with God. So all of these beatitudes are meant to point us in the direction of how to connect more directly with each other, and how to connect more directly with God. Absolutely. And when you reach uh, a point like we have today, and you realize that joyous are the merciful, happy are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. And that, that just strikes me as it's God's intention for us to be merciful people, and, and uh, to have the readiness for us to forgive others. It's like uh, when you look closely at the Lord's Prayer, he says, forgive us our trespasses or forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors or our trespassers. Yeah, that's right. In fact, uh, 
That's Matthew 6, actually, uh, the Lord's Prayer. And uh, I think it's a consistent theme throughout the New Testament that uh, if we're not willing to forgive, we won't be forgiven. And, uh, you know, the Lord's Prayer there, which you were quoting, also continues uh, in verse 14 of Matthew 6, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others uh, their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. So that's pretty frightening. Well, it, it's an eye-opener, a wake-up call for us to have us be alert to our call to be forgiving. That's right. So, you know, we're always kind of trying to uh, make this uh, series relevant to our listeners and uh, the field of uh, addiction. Uh, I have some I have some other uh, meaning uh, that we want to explore with the word uh, mercy here in a minute. But uh, before we get into that, I, I want to get the listeners thinking about, you know, in our field, uh, what this may mean in terms of forgiveness. And I guess where my mind is uh, going with that is that uh, we're, we're recording this show on the uh, uh, Wednesday after Father's Day. And uh, last week, we had quite a interesting conversation in one of the men's groups about uh, Father's Day. And, uh, you know, some of the men, many of the men, a lot of the men, actually did not have the, uh, the best relationship with their fathers. Uh, their fathers may have been absent, not present, may have been overly critical. There's a lot of woundedness that many of our men experienced in their relationship with our fathers. And so, you know, the issue came up uh, for a lot of them about how do we celebrate Father's Day? Uh, do we do we get with our fathers? Do we call our fathers if they're still alive, obviously? And uh, do we send them a card? You know, those kinds of things. And uh, I don't know, for some reason, uh, maybe in anticipation of this uh, uh, beatitude, this, this verse, uh, I think part of our recovery journey is to get to the place where we have uh, forgiven um, those uh, who have hurt us in the past. You know, don't get me wrong. Some of you listening, you, you know, maybe in the early process of your healing journey, you may just be getting in touch with some of this stuff. But I, I would say that uh, over the years of, of the healing journey, it is our calling, it is our responsibility uh, to forgive all of those who have hurt us. I know that was uh, certainly true for me as I thought about Father's Day for myself because my father has been dead now for over 10 years and uh, no, well, six years, I guess. But uh, I, th- I think I think uh, this willingness to forgive is important. And when we get to the uh, the second part of our show today, and I, I kind of unpack a little bit more about the meaning of this word mercy, I think it will become clearer about what part of the journey is that would enable us to be more forgiving. And isn't forgiveness, especially with the men that we work with here at Faithful and True, it's a two-sided coin because the men come here seeking forgiveness, right? And the men come here needing to forgive, right? I mean, well, so it, there, there's there's both. So it, it's a two-way street, and uh, relevant on both sides. Well, and it goes. It points again to the fact that uh, you know, if we are trying to spiritually be mature and we are expecting forgiveness or wanting forgiveness or needing forgiveness, then it's our uh, spiritual journey 
to to lead with our own ability to forgive. Well, this has been really interesting because the more that we've gotten into the Beatitudes, the more relevant that they have shown themselves to be. And it just strikes me that uh, reaching this one today, uh, doing a full show dedicated to uh, mercy and forgiveness, uh, we could talk for quite a while, quite a while on this subject itself. Right. Right. Let's take our break right now, Mark, because uh, as you've been setting the table for us here, Mm -hmm. I can see that there's some really meaningful conversation coming up. And uh, so let's uh, let's break away right now. You're listening to Dr. Mark Laser, and this is the Men of Valor program. Do you struggle with the use of pornography? Faithful and True is a Christian-based counseling center specializing in the treatment of sexual addiction and compulsive behavior issues. Our well-trained staff has the highest levels of clinical expertise combined with personal experience to understand and effectively treat your sexual addiction. We have a proven track record for helping men who are seeking a transformation in their lives. Our Men of Valor three-day intensive workshops, led by Dr. Mark Laser and Dr. Greg Miller, are the most effective and affordable treatment program in the country. Our workshop alumni rate our workshops as life-changing. We also offer workshops for spouses and couples. If you're ready to make a change in your life and are seeking a treatment program provided by the top Christian experts in the sexual addiction field, visit us today at FaithfulAndTrue.com to learn more. That's FaithfulAndTrue.com. For the trigger of the week. Trigger of the week, Randy. Uh, we are both uh, golf enthusiasts, and uh, so we came up with this one on our own. Uh, we were both watching the uh, U.S. Open golf tournament this uh, past weekend. It was on Father's Day weekend, and uh, uh, we were both, I think, uh, excited that uh, Dustin Johnson, one of those golfers who's been uh, a bridesmaid, never the bride, uh, Finished second a number of times at some of the major tournaments. Uh, One year got kind of unexpectedly penalized and uh, lost out. Uh, Finally broke through, despite a rather... uh, Intimidating circumstance. Yeah, and an unfair penalty on a ball that moved on the green. Nevertheless, uh, uh, we were both, I think, uh, kind of happy that Dustin Johnson finally uh, got his breakthrough win and won the U.S. Open. But then at the uh, end of the tournament, it so often happens, the, uh, the wife and the, uh, the children, you know, rush onto the green and, you know, hug and kiss, uh, you know, their dad or husband. And uh, then they walk off together toward the scorer's uh, room and all that kind of thing. And so Dustin Johnson happens to be married to a... Uh, not married. They're engaged at the moment. Oh, they're engaged. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I did not even know that. I assumed they were married, but uh, he's engaged to... Uh, 
Wayne Gretzky's daughter, Paulina, Paulina mm-hmm. Gretzky, who I believe is a model and you know yes. that kind of thing. Uh, so, and she's a very you know obviously attractive lady, but um, the dress uh, she had on, I guess it was a dress. What would you call it? I believe it was spray painted on. Whatever it was, it was short. And uh, she continued to try to uh, keep her dignity by pulling it down to an appropriate length because by nature it was a very short, tight-fitting dress. It was very short. And, uh, well, we're not going to go into any kind of description of this. We really shouldn't. We don't want to trigger the audience even now necessarily. But uh, that was our trigger of the week, which just goes to show you that if your husband is leading a golf tournament, uh, you might think about... uh, the fact that you're going to be on camera quite a bit, and you know what are you wearing? Maybe she was, you know, maybe she, that was intentional. Well, at any rate, uh, we we had to agree that we both noticed it, and we didn't watch the event together. But in recapping it at lunch on Monday, mm-hmm. it was definitely one of the things we had all uh, had uh, noticed when he went to sign his scorecard. So back to our show today, in which we have continued our series on the Beatitudes, and we are up to the fifth Beatitude of Blessed are the Merciful, for they will be shown mercy. And uh, we've already talked now about the fact that uh, when you think about mercy, you think about uh, forgiveness. Unpacking this a little bit further, the Hebrew word that is used here or is part of the translation at times is... uh, I'm not going to try to even pronounce this Hebrew word um, because I, I'm sure I would mess it up. But uh, it has more to do with the original Arabic, which is the language that uh, Jesus spoke in. Uh, and it has a lot more to do with the word sympathy. Blessed are the sympathetic, for they shall be shown sympathy. Now, uh, to understand that, I think we need to kind of go to the... Uh, Greek root of the word sympathy, which is actually the word that is used here in the uh, the writing of uh, Matthew. And it comes, you know, the word sympathy in Greek comes from two Greek words, sim, which means together with, and pashain, which means to suffer. So when you look at it that way, the word sympathy or mercy here really has to do with the ability to experience with somebody else's suffering. Uh, Dr. Barkley goes on to explain at great length that this has a lot to do with kind of what he claims is an Arabic concept of the old walking a mile in someone else's shoes thing, um, and that uh, it's really the ability to get inside someone else's uh, life, their life situation. And uh, he told a, an interesting story. I've been a kind of a history buff most of my life, and one of the... Uh, Parts of English history that I've always enjoyed is Queen Victoria, the the long-reigning monarch, the, the woman who presided over the English empire, the height of its glory, the one who inspired the comment, the, the sun never sets on the British empire, um, probably the most powerful woman in the history of the world. She had a very good friend, uh, a certain uh, woman who you know doesn't need to be named necessarily, but they were very good friends and uh, over the years, I guess, although... This woman had to always be deferential to the queen. And uh, as it turns out, later on in her reign, uh, Queen Victoria's uh, husband, Prince Albert, uh, those of us that have ever smoked a pipe know about Prince Albert. Otherwise, you don't really know that much about him. But uh, he died, and uh, roughly at around the same time, uh, this this other woman, uh, her husband died, 
And uh, strangely enough, Queen Victoria got in her royal carriage or whatever she did and uh, went over to this woman's house. And, of course, this woman was quite you know, flabbergasted that the queen had shown up at her humble house. And she was getting up, and uh, she had been sitting on her couch kind of, you know, considering her grief over her husband. And the queen, you know, walks in, and uh, she gets up, and she's about ready to curtsy. And uh, the queen says to her, uh, now sit back down. I didn't come here as your queen. Um, I came here as your friend, and uh, I know uh, what it is you're going through. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, that's a great example of they both could relate to the loss of a husband. And that's uh, one of the meanings of this word merciful, that, you know, we can relate to someone else's trouble, someone else's suffering. Compassion and sympathy. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, and uh, I think certainly any of us who've been through, you know, any other kind of problem, suffering, you know, pain, I think we can relate to that. Uh, who is it that sometimes is able to offer us the greatest comfort in that? And uh, I know, you know, in our field of addiction, you know, we tend to gravitate toward being in groups with other addicts. You know, they do understand the pain of addiction, the problems of addiction, that kind of thing. I know there are groups out there like uh, Compassionate Friends uh, for parents who have lost other lost children. Right. And uh, you know, who can understand the loss of a child better than another parent who's lost a child? Anyway, that's that's kind of the ability that this beatitude uh, is talking about. And uh, I think whether or not in every case we have experienced the same kind of problem, pain, suffering, or whatever, uh, I think what this verse is talking about is at least if we have sympathy, mercy, we make an attempt to understand the uh, the life, the condition, the experience of the other person that we're, we're trying to show uh, mercy to. And then that is kind of amplified when we understand that God is looking for us to be merciful. Um, yeah. If we desire mm-hmm. him to show mercy to us, uh, he would expect to see us extend mercy to those uh, who who need it. Yeah. And, and going back to what we were talking about, and, you know, the forgiveness piece before the break, I do think that if uh, we have somebody that we are needing to forgive or we we would like to forgive, we're having a hard time doing it, I think what this verse is suggesting to us is that we spend some time uh, getting to know the the human condition, the, the history of um, that person. And uh, it could be that the person that we're needing to forgive has harm, harmed or hurt us out of the pain of their own story. Uh, I know, for example, that, you know, as I've, you know, gotten to know some of the uh, deeper history of, uh, you know, my parents uh, over the years, I have uh, gotten more familiar with their story, how they were raised, some of the problems that they experienced. And I do know that that created uh, a greater sense of mercy for them. And uh, then it gave me uh, certainly an ability to uh, forgive them understanding more about, you know, what they had gone through. And doesn't that also uh, help us create a sense of empathy? You know, on, yeah. once we have a deeper understanding of what they've experienced, it many times puts our feelings for them uh, or our need to forgive them in a different light when we're able to understand the pain, the suffering uh, that they've been through. So, uh, you know, I, I know this uh, this. Uh, 
uh, is a challenging uh, spiritual uh, journey and task uh, to try to get inside the life of someone else so that we can empathize, understand, identify with, come alongside, try to be uh, support and helpful. But I do think it's what the, this beatitude is calling us to do. And uh, finally today, I think uh, when you understand the meaning of the word mercy in this way of uh, to identify with, to be with someone else's uh, suffering, uh, then it makes a whole lot of sense why God did what he did in sending his only son to become a man and to experience uh, directly uh, our human condition, including the massive amount of suffering and death that he experienced, uh, obviously, in the crucifixion. In other words, our ultimate salvation is due to God's ability to be merciful to us. Exactly right. There would be no mercy without God's mercy and without God's willingness to send his own son to become like us. You know, and there's, there's the essence of the word. Uh, God had to send his own son to get inside of us, to be like us, and in that uh, he was able to defeat sin. Which leads back to the powerful translation of the very beginning of this with the happy or joyous terminology tied to these Beatitudes. Uh, you know, right. joyful are the merciful, happy are the merciful, for right. they will be shown mercy. God's ability to show us mercy, you know, is the saving grace in all of our lives because mm-hmm. of that salvation. That's right. So it's uh, it draws us, as all these Beatitudes do, to a closer uh, reliance and need for God. And uh, I just want to encourage our listeners to... Uh, to think about that for themselves and where they would be without God's forgiveness. And the next time they think about, you know, who they need to be merciful toward and forgiving toward and suffer with and be empathetic toward, um, I think we all need to remember that our ability to do that uh, draws us closer to God. And if we're willing to do that, that's, again, going to bring us closer in our personal relationship that's right. with God. Well, and also closer in all of our personal relationships. It's going to prevent us from being alienated from a whole lot of other people. You have been listening to Dr. Mark Laser. I'm Randy Everett, your co-host, and we thank you for joining us today as we are working our way through this wonderful series on the Beatitudes. We hope that this coming week will be a week that's filled with acts of mercy to you and from you. And we hope that this week brings many blessings and great vision. You've been listening to the Men of Valor program with Dr. Mark Laser. For information about this program or to learn more about Faithful and True, visit us at FaithfulandTrue.com. That's FaithfulandTrue.com.